0: Hey, what's up friends? Welcome to today's program. We're going to chat today about taxes and uh, I'm going to go over some of the federal deadlines in the United States of America and uh, talk about how important it is to make sure that we are dotting the I's, crossing the T's, paying these taxes on time. And uh, also just share some of the penalties, (laughs) the interest um, and the consequences if we don't get uh, this in order. And um, I have a story I'm going to share here in a moment that really kind of was eye-opening to me when I started my business. And now that I have been entrusted with the opportunity to influence folks who are just in year one, two, three, and so of business, I really want to be providing this information because, and this isn't necessarily an excuse, but... When I was in my first year of business, nobody sat me down and shared the importance of paying the taxes on time and understanding all the variations of the state tax and the federal tax and what I needed to be doing. No one explained it to me. And I eventually learned the hard way and thank God for Gulf Coast Bookkeeping and um, some other folks that have helped me along the way um, that have really helped me to get things in order. But hopefully um, today's message can intercept guys that are maybe just starting your business or maybe you're in the the first few years and there could be some adjustments just so everything is done appropriately and you can gain the... um, wealth from having compound issue, compound interest working for you rather than having to pay penalties and interest uh, to the IRS. It, it can really make a big difference. So we're going to talk about that in today's program. A quick disclaimer, I'm not in any way, shape or form a tax legal professional or CPA or anything like that. Um, so just want to put a disclaimer out there. I going to just share some general public information today, um, such as due dates, and um, just share some of my personal experiences and what I've learned over a decade plus as a small business owner um, that I hope will um, encourage you uh, to really crush it in your business. So I want to start out with a story that was um, something that really scared me and in in, in hindsight, I'm glad that I had this experience. I was at the bank, I was a late afternoon and I had, this was uh, way before I had Jobber and I had um, customer's cards on file and all of that. I I was late to the game and all of that, but this was back in the day, right? Um, I had some checks and, and the deposit form and I'm standing in line. There's two bank tellers there and I'm next up in line. So there's a gentleman to my left with the bank teller, and I I was I don't even recall who was to my right. I just remember the bank teller um, that was there. And so I'm just minding my business, waiting for my turn. And I see a scene arising here between the the gentleman and the bank teller. And the bank teller leans over, and she's trying to whisper. And this guy's livid. And I'm you know I'm kind of paying attention. I was like you know, this isn't a robbery. Is it like, what's going on over here? And the ladies, you know, she's trying to whisper, but I can hear what she's saying. And she's like, sir, she's like, I can't do it. And and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, like I, I don't know what's going on. If this guy's got a gun or what? I'm just like investigating. Right. And she's like, your account's frozen. And, um, of course I can hear what she's saying, but she's, you know, Trying to whisper, but this guy wasn't whispering back. This guy was livid, and he's like, "I just looked on my app. You know, I got seven thousand dollars in there. Give me my money." I, I blah 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 blah. And the lady's like, "I can't." She's like, "The um, it's 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 frozen. The state of Georgia froze it, or, or whatever the situation was. The terminology. Basically, he had a tax bill they didn't pay, and and the authority just froze his account. And, and I, I obviously I didn't interview him afterwards and figure out the story or what was going on, but they went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it was just, at the end of the day, the guy walked out of the bank without his money, even though in his balance, the money was there because apparently he didn't pay his back taxes. It, it was frozen and he, he didn't have access to his money. And so, I have heard on the radio Dave Ramsey share that the IRS um, has unlimited, nearly unlimited power um, if you do owe them money to collect it. And so, from Dave Ramsey saying that, and my experiencing watching this guy, and I think his his issue was just with the state of Georgia. But nevertheless, to watch someone go into the bank, have money in their account, and not be able to pull it out because of a tax. Uh, unpaid tax bill—it it got my attention, and so hopefully today's um, message can get your attention, and um, you can really benefit from having um, extra money that you can invest in and in grow wealth, and not have money. You know, I, I say all the time, you don't want holes in your pocket. All this hard work and the the money just slipping out to to penalties and interest because taxes weren't understood. And paid on time. Um, real quick also, I know we have listeners, and I appreciate you guys listening because it's, it's the heartbeat of your season down there in uh, Australia, New Zealand, and um, even our friends listening throughout Europe and Canada. Um, although I'll share USA federal tax um, dates and deadlines and things of that nature on today's program, the principles I'm going to unpack are universal, and, and they can help even though you're laws in your land um, may line up a little different. So um, this is all fresh to me. I just had a meeting yesterday morning and uh, I I chatted with my um, personal bookkeepers, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, Megan and Joey Coberly. They've um, been taking care of my books for years and they do a phenomenal job. Everything is so clean, orderly, organized, and um, they help me understand the ratios and the uh, just. they just help me understand my business. And one of the greatest benefits of the excellent job they do is when it comes time to do the taxes, I have a separate um, lady who is a professional tax planner and um, certified financial planner for retirement investing things of that nature. And so I work with a team where I have Megan and Joey and then I have her. And so we got on a Zoom call with all of us together. And it's just super simple because Megan and Joey have everything organized. And so my accountant slash, uh, investing, you know, professional and, and, you know, I'm not going to give all titles, but this lady knows her stuff, but everything is made super simple for her because everything's already in order. And she just asked a couple questions here and there. Um, you know, for example, we just discussed vehicle. Are you going to, are you going to deduct your, um, mileage? Um, or are you gonna deduct your vehicle expenses and, and and, simple little things like that, which they were, you know, just asking me for my input on what I wanted to do and understanding the consequences of which route we go. And by the way, guys, um hashtag not sponsored, but if you want to track your um mileage, uh mile IQ is what a lot of folks use. Um, it's real, real simple. Um, I think I pay a month. It's, 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 you know, under 10 bucks a month, but it'll track everywhere you go. And then you just, um, I'm kind of in a daily routine at the end of the day, you just, um, tell that transaction was, or that, you know, route or whatever was that personal or was that business. And then that way at the end of the year, you know, what your personal mileage was, you don't really need to know that, but it'll have it, Separated for you, and then it'll have your business mileage separated for you, so that way, if you ever get an audit, you will have the proof of the mileage that you claim on your taxes that you actually have the documents that you actually went where you said you went and um i q made it makes it super simple, so Mr. Producer, there's some homework let's see if they'll be our sponsor man. I'd- that's a good fit, but I never even thought about that, but they, they do a great job, um, keeping all that in order. So I just say all that to say the meeting was just simple, um, you know, conversations like, Hey, are we going to take mileage, which for most landscapers, you're going to want to take the mileage for sure. Um, but again, talk to your home professional, your situation, maybe you got a whole bunch of vehicle expense that I don't, I'm not going to give you tax advice on your specific situation, but, um, let's talk big picture. I, I don't want to major on the minors here of, of should you do your vehicle deduction or your, um, or, of your, or your mile, um, uh, mileage, because we got way more bigger issues to tackle. So I, I want to get into them. So, um, this year, if you're listening real time, 2022, I believe for sole proprietors, you have a different due date, obviously than S corps. All that stuff is, 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 um, just based on the legality of your company. But, um, The quarterly tax schedule, I want to go over that um, today. Uh, For this year, 2022, April 18th is when the first quarterly tax payments due. I'll explain this more in a moment. And that's actually a double whammy for those who are sole proprietor. Um, Your regular tax bill for the last year's due on April 18th. So hopefully you paid your quarterly taxes throughout last year and you got the, your balance is kind of paid in full and you're all set with that, but that's due your entire tax bill for last year is due on April 18th, this year for sole proprietor, but then the actual first payment of quarterly taxes for the 2022 years due April 18th. Um, The next one will be on June 15th, the next one's on September 15th, and the next one is on January 17th of 2023. So that will be your four quarterly tax payments for um, the year 2022. Now you may be listening, and you might say, "Man, I didn't save up enough money. I got back taxes. I owe taxes from, you know, yesteryear." Well, we'll talk about that as well as in a moment because there's there's ways you can get on payment plans to, um, basically get current and 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 have a monthly payment to clean up those back taxes. Um, Which again, I'm trying to intercept as many folks as I can to not ever get in that situation because the penalties. And the interest is quite high and it will add up to thousands of dollars and and potentially tens of thousands or more, depending on how much you owe in a heartbeat. And and that's just a headache that you don't want to get into. Um, Caleb Allman has very humbly shared his um, situations he had with back taxes with the state of Ohio, the IRS, and and how he got those cleaned up. So we'll, we'll get to that in a minute, but- What's important is that we um, really understand. Um, okay, on April eighteen, June fifteen, September fifteen, January seventeen, and and, and again, these dates um, they'll, they'll fluctuate a little bit. You know, maybe the next year will be April fifteenth, January fifteenth. It's, it's usually the fifteenth of April, June, September, and January of the next year. But if it falls on a weekend or whatever, you know, it'll be like the seventeenth or the eighteenth. But at the end of the day, what's important. Is that you have the money saved for quarterly taxes and pay that um, quarterly tax bill? Because they're not going to come knocking on your door or, or you know um, take initiative to make sure you got it. We, as small business owners, have to make sure that money is saved and paid on time. Um, one of the trends that I notice as I do coaching calls. and and obviously this is confidential. I'm not going to name so-and-so's business, you know, I'm not going to do any of that, but I will say as I've done multiple um, coaching sessions around this issue, it's, it's more of a, it's more of a problem than I think we realize. And then, you know, on Instagram, there can be some really good parts of, of folks taking a, a picture of excellent work they did on a backyard project or laying down stripes and it elevates the industry. But on Instagram, you know, most people aren't posting, Hey, I got a back tax, a bill, you know, or ah, I just paid X amount of interest and penalties from being on my, you know, or I missed my tax. No, nobody really. I mean, Caleb Allman, God bless him for sharing his story vulnerably, but because we don't see those testimonies or, you know, it's not all flashed around it. You really, ha- as the business owner have to, um, take the time to understand this stuff. And I hope today's episode helping and then actually have the money in the account to pay these bills on time. It's like, okay, you know, your rent's due on the first of the month. That's one thing, you know, the quarterly tax bills due April 15th or, you know, this year, April 18th. That's one thing, but then actually having that money saved and paying that bill on time, is another thing. So we're going to unpack all that um, in today's episode and much, much more. I want to talk about how we can actually establish these budgets and stick to these plans so we have that money saved and how really at the end of the day, a lot of the influence on paying all of our taxes on time is having accurate prices for our work because we need to charge enough and then we need to you know, live on less than we make and have a budget with the money that does come in. Uh, so that the proper money set aside to pay these. So we're going to talk about all that and much more on today's episode. Quick word from today's show sponsors, and we'll unpack all of this coming right up. Hello, Green Industry Podcast listeners. This is Xander Kirby with Pure Marketing Agency. Many of you may have heard me as a friend of the show, as I'm a huge believer in Paul and our great landscaping community. Five years ago, I began Trifecta Landscaping with zero experience, And by God's grace, we have grown into a multi-million dollar debt-free company. I was able to do this in large part with having a great understanding on social and digital marketing. And that is why we are now launching my new company, Pure Marketing. Every thriving business needs a top-of-the-line website, consistent and creative content, and full optimization of Google and digital footprints. If you're ready to grow your business and for new clients to discover you, contact our team for free at puremarketingteam.com, where we focus purely on marketing so you can focus purely on your business.
1: It's Brittany here with the Hardscape Academy. If you're serious about keeping good, qualified people around, then you have to train them. You can say, well, what if they leave? I've trained them and I've spent all this time and resources on it. But what if they stay and you haven't taken that time to train them and they're not able to grow within your company and run their own jobs? That falls on you. So check out the thehardscapeacademy.com to train yourself and your crews. This month, we're going to be launching our Crewman Pay for Training video. This video is for your employees. It is the how to hardscaping and not so much the why everything is done the way it is. In this 45-minute video, you'll be able to brief your employees on paver installation basics so they're ready to crush the day on site with you. TheHardscapeAcademy.com is the place to get skills and training for you and your crew so you can excel as a professional hardscaper and grow your company. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. Check out TheHardscapeAcademy.com.
0: All right, guys, so we're going to kind of unpack the plan to make sure we understand uh, taxes and when they're due and how we can have the money to make sure we pay them on time. And if you are behind on how you can get on a payment plan um, with the IRS and get that caught up again, um, compound interest working for us can build incredible wealth. Having interest against us and making payments with interest on it and penalties it obviously causes harm and loss. And so we want to be proactive to make sure that we don't get hit with having to pay interest and penalties, but rather, hopefully, we can have excess in our business and abundance in our businesses that we can invest and grow wealth with. So um, we'll start with um, the basics. I cannot recommend enough to hire a high-quality Reputable bookkeeper um, on this show. If you listen, uh, you know that I personally recommend my personal bookkeepers, Megan and Joey Coberly. Their team's growing like crazy because you guys are calling them, and uh, it, it, it's really cool for me to hear the success. They don't obviously tell me your revenue and profit margins, and that, that's all confidential. But I have you know um, enough to understand that people that go to Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. your businesses are growing and folks are, it's helping to have all that stuff in order. And so some people are like, I can't afford 240 bucks or whatever your price is per month for a bookkeeper. And Keith Kalfas said one time, he said, you can't afford not to. And it all comes back to, as we shout on this show all the time about pricing the more you understand what it takes to have a proper foundation in your business, which one of those components is a very good bookkeeper that's going to have things in order. And in some ways, Megan and Joey are, are you know evolving into kind of being CFOs of, of where they can help you understand the numbers in your business a little bit better. but ha- having a quality 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 solid bookkeeper. And maybe you got someone locally that, you know, has a great reputation. That's trustworthy that do a bang out job. Or if you need a recommendation, obviously call Megan and Joey, um, Gulf coast bookkeeping. But when you realize, okay, I need 240 bucks a month for my bookkeeper. I need X amount a month for my vehicle car insurance. You know, I need the storage where I keep all my equipment. You start adding all this stuff up. You're like, man, this is a lot of money to run my business. And the faster you realize that if you want to run a professional business that this overhead is necessary, most of it is, I, I don't, I'm not looking at your, into your checking account. Maybe you got some clutter in there that could be cleaned out, but the, the necessities in business, once you realize that you need those, there should be a wake up moment to realize that our prices are probably too low. I've never, ever, 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 ever been on a coaching call, ever, and we're looking at everything, and the person's issue is their price is too high. This never happened, but how many times have we been on coaching calls, and you guys listening in that have been on coaching calls, me, you know, we, the more we look under the hood, the more we probably realize, hey, we, we need to bump up the prices a little bit, because as we get that proper foundation in business to, to have everything in order one of the consequences of that is we've got to raise our prices. Well, as you raise your prices and you're making more money, your tax bill gets bigger. You got to have the money to pay the tax bill. And so um, I, I say, I want to emphasize that one of the struggles I had when I was a rookie uh, and just getting my business established. I was constantly robbing Peter to pay Paul. I was taking money I was making at the restaurant to, to, to uh, fix the issues I was having in my business because I wasn't charging the proper prices in my business. And um, I was just um, stretched thin, taking on jobs I shouldn't have been taking on, uh, you know, I'm standing up there cleaning out the gutter when I could be doing a saw job or, you know, even a maintenance in my wheelhouse. So not, not to get distracted, but um, my, my point is get a solid bookkeeper, get a solid um, accountant. And, 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 and even if you want to get it, um, my, my accountant is my tax planner and my financial advisor, but maybe that's three separate people. At least I would recommend two set people because you you want checks and balances. You don't you don't want all your eggs in one basket and one person telling you what to do. I I like being on a Zoom call with Megan and Joey down in Florida and my accountants in another state and I'm in another state. We're all in three separate states and we're looking with a magnifying glass on my finances and I got two sets of eyes. Megan and Joey, got, you know, that's four sets of eyes. My accountant, there's eight sets of eyes we have looking into these numbers and making sure that this machine is fine-tuned. It's running as properly as possible. And so one of the biggest mistakes I made when I was a rookie and I'm noticing other guys is, is being the Lone Ranger. And it's like, oh, no, no, no. I, I do my own taxes. <laughs> I use, a, you know, oh, man. I just, I got it all. Yeah, I got everything in a shoebox. And I'll take, no, 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 no. You got, you want to get everything, every, everything in order. And you want to get a team of professionals that are professionals. They know what they're doing um, to overlook this stuff. So that's my main point. Get professionals on your team. They know what you're doing. Now, once you have those, and I'm, I'm not talking about just because they're an account, I'm, I'm talking good professionals on your team, then you need to stick to the plan. And that usually, well, obviously it means having a budget, but then actually sticking to that budget. And usually um, in our personal life, we need to make sure that we are always living on less than we make, because what you don't want to do is start um, bumping up your lifestyle prematurely. And it's okay to bump your lifestyle if you're crushing it in your business and ratios. I think Dave Ramsey says you want your housing to be uh, 25% of your take-home pay. If you're, business is absolutely booming and your, your take-home pay is, you know, you used to pay yourself 60 grand a year. This year you're paying yourself, you know, 200,000 a year. I'm just throwing out numbers. Well, 20% or 25% of your take-home pay and you, on your, on your housing, and maybe you bump it up a little bit because your business is booming. It's okay ratio wise to increase lifestyle. But what a lot of folks do is they increase lifestyle um, while neglecting sticking to the budget to, to, to pay all the, um, important things in business, especially quarterly taxes on time. And so if you're in your first, second, third year of business, I mean, I would live as simply as possible. I mean, I I'm talking scorched earth. I would just live in, until you got a bunch of margin and breathing room in the business. Cause the first few years, it takes so much to buy all the equipment, to, to do the marketing, to get the customers, to get everything figured out. Um, the last thing you want to do, I, there's, I'm thinking of an actual an example. I, I won't name the guy, but he works locally here, and uh, one of my customers was telling the story because um, I had to come in and fix a job that he screwed up. They paid him fifty thousand dollars to to do a backyard um, job, and they had all kind of problems with this guy. They literally gave him a deposit check. I think it was twenty five grand. And the guy, I think he went out and I forget if it was a Mustang or whatever. The guy uh, goes out and buys a Mustang. And um, they were like, "What in the world?" Because they overheard uh, um, his employees talking, and um, they pieced the story together, and they're like, "What in the world?" We gave this guy, you know, all this money to do our backyard, and he goes out and buys a Mustang with the money. And they had all kind of problems with this company. His job was th- 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 this company. I think they're out of business. This guy went went crazy with his his life decisions. Um, not just with that, but I- I'm not going to say anything more. Uh, but I actually came in and and did the. Fix the job after they messed a bunch. They just didn't do things right. And so anyway, you start getting bigger amounts of money coming through your hands. Make sure everything that is, is responsibly taken care of, needs to be responsibly taken care of, is taken care of. And the last thing on the list is, is upgrading lifestyle. So there you go. That'll, that's what I'll say about that. But once you have a plan, and, and for example, um, my CPA does such a good job of helping me um, understand, okay, for this next quarterly payment, based on your previous two years, the, the trends, you know, the numbers that we see, and based on how um, the, the current months go in, and we look at all this stuff, and she'll say, here's a pro- approximately what you need to have by, for example, April 18th. You need to have this round number. And doesn't that be perfect? Um, but, well, the quarterly tax payment doesn't have to be perfect. The The actual... Tax bill that you'll have for the whole tax year that needs to be to the penny, but um, the quarterly tax, you know, she'll show me, I think it's going to be around this number, and then you just she'll just backtrack it into how many months we have to save for that and just say, Hey, save X amount per month. And so, I actually have and shout outs to my Mike McAllowitz Profit First friends. I have a separate checking account in, in my business accounts that set, you know, just says quarterly taxes. So, I have a amount that I'm not sophisticated. I'm not smart enough to figure out what that monthly amount needs to be. I ha- have a professional that's guiding me with an accurate, very accurate estimate that X amount per month needs set aside. And so now the ball's in our court. Uh, Megan and Joey and, 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 a, and a good CPA and a good, you know, tax planner, they're they can't save the money for you. They could tell you how much to save, but you got to be responsible to save it. And so um, that's one way of doing it. And that's what I've, I've moved into now is just per month having a, a, a number um, to set aside. And then at the end of the quarter, I take that money. There's a website um, for folks in the United States of America. Called, it's called the EFTPS. I'll say that again. E as in, as in Elmer. F is in Frank, T is in Tom, P is in Paul, S is in Sam. EFTPS um and you can get registered in there with the IRS and pay your quarterly tax payment um through there and it doesn't um I think you set up so that you don't have any like uh uh what are those things called fees? Where, you, know, where you, you know, you pay online sometimes and then you got to pay a fee to pay online. You just get a straight shot. If, if you want to pay him a thousand bucks, you just pay him a thousand bucks. And that's, that's it. EFTPS. And um, it's a government thing to, to, to make sure you're paying those um, quarterlies on time. So I know other companies that have um, one guy, I think he every single transaction, he would pull out a percentage. I think it was like eight or 9%. Of of a revenue, you pull that aside instantly, like and 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 set it aside, and um, you know I've heard all kind of ways to to save the money, and there's not a there's not a right way or the wrong way. The the bottom line is that whatever helps you to be responsible every single month to have some money set aside, so that on April eighteenth, on June fifteenth, on September fifteenth, on January seventeenth of next year you can pay your quarterly tax payment on time. And again, I don't have the intellect. I mean, I could probably figure out, but going back to Fullerton's message from um, a few months ago when he did that life hack, um, excellent episode, um, I'm not gonna be spending my time combing through all these numbers to figure out how much my quarterly tax payment should be. I'll let a professional tell me, hey, this is what you need, and then this is what you need per month. And I'll let their, um, you know, decades in my case of, 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 my lady that does my stuff, you know, she's got a lot of experience and she's right on the money and it's accurate. My job is to save that money is to set that money aside. My job is to improve my pricing so that when I quote work, I'm, quoting it at a high enough rate to cover all of my overhead, to cover my salary, to cover my quarterly taxes, to cover my profits and my future um, investing or retirement plans, uh, to have a real idea of why my numbers need to be what they are. Um, And then, you know, having the discipline guys that we live on less than we make. And um, I said earlier, it's fine to improve and increase your lifestyle, in ratios of the success and growth of your business. But I think the rule of thumb, especially if you're new in business, which most guys I do coaching calls with are, are newer in the industry, just live simple. Like just simple, simple, simple. Get a few years under your belt of of really understanding your business and your numbers. And then you got the whole rest of your life to to live high on the hog. But the last thing you want to do is Increase the lifestyle and then the quarterly tax payments are due, and you don't got the money (laughs) because then Mr. Penalty, right? Mr. Referee blows that whistle. You owe this penalty and then you owe this interest. And then, oh man, you don't want to get into that mess. But some of you listening have gotten into that mess. There is, uh, well, the first thing you want to do if you are in the mess is you have to face the problem, hiding it will only create the stress because as I mentioned, at the top of the program, um, the, the especially the IRS from how I understand it, they have nearly unlimited power to come in and just seize your bank accounts and, and even other kind of assets that you have. So you want to be proactive. And uh, I think the website's irs.gov. You can actually click on there and submit a payment plan and, and they'll come back with um, the um amount per month or whatever um you can it, it takes a minute to call them i mean it is i'm being sarcastic with a minute it takes hours sometimes to get on the phone but if you call the right number um you can talk to somebody that can get you in in talking to the right person to set up the payment plan so whether you do it over the phone or you do it over their website you can get on a payment plan and then the back taxes that you owe, um, let's say you owe um fifty thousand dollars from the last five years or whatever, they'll give you a number that you know pay this amount once you get on that plan, if you um miss a payment or if you um, don't pay your future taxes on time, you get you get behind again, they take you off the plan, and then you're you're in jeopardy of them seizing your stuff. So you, you, if you're going to go the route of do, cleaning up back taxes with the IRS payment plan, you have got to make sure you make that monthly payment on time and the quarterly taxes, um, that your future taxes, uh, pardon me, for the calendar year need to be paid in full. And so um, when it comes down to the state, and again, Australia, um, Europe, Canada, I don't know your federal tax back tax payment plan, but that's how the IRS works. Um, then when, if you have back taxes with state, you'll have to just contact them, um, directly. Um, I know some of them offer payment plans, but you, you'll just have to do your, uh, for example, in Georgia, we have what's called the Georgia department of revenue. I remember Almond sharing how he dealt with the Ohio, I think it was Ohio department of revenue. You'll, if you'll have to reach out to them and, um, you know figure out whatever their system is i I don't know state um, repayment plans um, as well as I'm familiar with the IRS system um and everything I said for the um, IRS is also the same for those of the United States with the state you also want to make sure you're paying your state taxes in full and on time and you can check with them with how In your state, you pay your state taxes and what the due dates are and all of that. But not only federal taxes is important, state taxes is important too. And I think in conclusion, this is where it gets difficult. When you have a W 2 job, and I was listening to Jeremiah Jennings the other day, and he's like, I'd never had a W 2 job in my life. I was like, dude, that's impressive. You're the only person I've ever met that's ever had a W 2 job. Um, I mean, I started off, I worked at a golf course, I worked at Best Burger, I worked at the dining hall at, at college. I worked, you know, just as a teenager, I had I would always get in these W 2s for these, these jobs I was doing. And what was nice about that, I worked at an accounting firm for an entire year. Um, I made a lot of money at that job. And, um, I worked, I worked all kinds of hours, man. They basically gave me unlimited hours. And, um, so I just, I was working all the time. man. he's like, how many time are you going to clean that? There's not much for me to do. I shredded papers and I, I, uh, I good, did errands all the time, man. And, uh, uh, like the, you know, like if, uh, someone important they don't mail their tax information, they hand deliver it. So I'm like going to doctor offices and be like, hey, doctor, here's your uh, tax information, you know? And they're like, hey, we're having lunch. Paul, come on in. You know, I was like, all right. That was a fun job. But the cool thing about the W, when you work a W 2 job, is your employer, ironically, the accounting firm I used to work at for one year, they paid my taxes. And so when it came time, the big April 15th, right? And my taxes are due. I didn't have to worry about anything because my employer paid all the taxes and um, everything was current. Everything was um, seamless for me. I, it just came out of my paycheck. So I never even really noticed or had to do any intentional savings. Well, now when you own your own business, you have to save the money. You have to figure out how much money you owe And then you have to pay that on time. So there's so much responsibility. And I hope this episode, guys, I know it's kind of dry and boring to talk about taxes. I'm not, you know, I didn't really have any funny jokes (laughs) interjected to help out today. But I hope it at least gets you um, starting to, uh, for those of you who are just starting out, to really make sure you understand how important this is and then to get the proper plan in place. Get a good... um, CPA, tax planner, financial planner on your team. Get Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, Megan and Joey Kerbally, Um, You know, get them on your team. And um, once you have your plan established of of what you need to be saving to pay these quarterly taxes on time, live on less than you make. Stick to the budget and plan to pay those. And um, at the end of the day, imp- increase your prices as, as you go out and quote new jobs. Just understand, it takes a lot to run these businesses. And if you need to increase your prices, um, uh, you know, as as you give the quote, I remember Keith Calfus one time, I was watching this YouTube video. He's like, you're all done with the quote, right? And I'm not going to be as animated and funny. And Keith's personality is just precious. But um, he says something along the lines, of, and then you get all done. He's like, just add 10%. You know, he's all he's all funny about it. Just add 10%. He's, you know, you got to you got a quote out there for, um, $4,000, you know, um, make it $4,400 and just send it, just see what happens. Because as like a buffer is as a, as a, um, uh, just a way to run our business. I think a lot of us in this industry are underpriced. So hope that helps guys. Um, in regards to this actual year, um, April 18th is when, um, the quarterly taxes are due. So I hope that you can Um, get that payment on time. And as we go into the spring rush, my friend, please, please, please increase your prices this year. Guys are doing it um, by 10%, by 12% and uh, across the board, raise your prices to your customers because all of our other expenses are probably going up. Inflation is going up and all these bills are still going to hit us in the face. We need to make sure we have the money to run these companies efficiently. If you need help, with increasing your prices. Um, In today's show notes is a a link to the greenindustrypodcast.com. We actually have the price increase letter template over there that you can download. It's a plug and play. You can email out to your customers to let them know you're raising your prices this year. And uh, I hope that helps you. And um, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, as I I mentioned them many times in today's show, um, I'll put their link in today's show notes as well. I know they're crazy busy guys. They just had a baby. They got a lot going on but um, they'll do uh, their best to get you on the schedule to, to you know talk about working with them. Um, their link is in today's show notes. So um, thanks for listening guys. I know this is boring, but it's so 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 important and uh, if you ever want to talk more about your specific situation, um, you can hop on a coaching call with me. those are available at greenstreetpodcast.com. We can we can dive into your situation. I've seen I've just about seen it all. And um, I'd love to help you out if you, if you need an individual help um, with your situation as well. So, all right, I got to get rolling and uh, beat this Atlanta traffic. If y'all in Atlanta know what I mean, it's while well, I'm in the studio here, it's 416 p.m. and I ain't trying to be up on 285, man. We have four shootings in two days. Road rage in Atlanta. Like when I moved down here, you, you know, I used to cut you off. They give you the bird. You know what I mean? Nowadays, they're shooting folk out here. So it's like, man, you got to. Try not to drive in Atlanta at all, but if you got to, at least don't do it during rush hour. So I'm going to go try to hit these streets and get get, uh, back safely before uh, rush hour. But uh, thanks for listening, friends, and uh, smash that follow button. Hope to catch you on the next program. Thanks for listening.
1: This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.